familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. With so much controversy around breastfeeding in public, how can a new breastfeeding mom or even an experienced breastfeeding mom feel comfortable nursing her baby in a public setting? Today, we will be discussing tips to comfortably breastfeed in public. This is The Boob Group, Episode 1. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk. What's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva. Don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk never had to pump. Breast milk. All udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group because mothers know breast. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Robin Kaplan. I'm also a certified lactation consultant and owner of the San Diego Breastfeeding Center. We are thrilled to be taping our first episode for The Boob Group. We're your online support group for all things related to breastfeeding. Visit our website at theboobgroup.com for more information on how you can become part of our show. You can send us comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, or you can call the Boob Group hotline at 619-866-4775. Today, I'm joined by three fabulous breastfeeding moms here in the studio. Would you like to introduce yourself, ladies? Sure. I'm Erin Esteves, and I am in um, operations for an international company. I have one son who is five months old. I'm LaShawn Everett. I am a registered nurse and student nurse midwife. I have one child, Elliot, and he's 17 months. Hello, I'm Noreen Ibarra. Um, I am a mother of Rex Edward, and he will be one. I teach writing at the university level. Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Before we get started with today's topic, here's Wendy Wright talking about breastfeeding tips for the working mom. Hi, Boo Group listeners. I'm Wendy Wright, an internationally board-certified lactation consultant and owner of Lactation Navigation in Palo Alto, California. 
I'm here to answer some of your most common questions about returning to work as a breastfeeding mother, such as, are there tricks to using my breast pump at work? There certainly are, and let's review a few. The first thing I'd like to recommend is to set up a pumping routine and try to stick to it as closely as possible. By a pumping routine, I mean the times of day when you will typically pump while at work. For example, 10 a.m., noon, and 3 p.m. Evenly spread throughout the day will allow you to produce as much milk as possible. By sticking as closely as possible to these times each day, your body will adjust and will learn to provide milk for the pump at those times. A little flexibility is okay, 30 minutes either side, but to get the most milk each day, try to stick as closely as possible to your pumping schedule. I'd also like to recommend that you practice pumping while on maternity leave. Learn which settings work best for you, learn how long it takes you to set up and take down, and even learn the times of day which are most productive for your body. This way you'll have no surprises when you return to work. I'd also like to recommend that you relax as much as possible while pumping. Your body will have an easier time letting down and relaxation will also help you save up your strength for the rest of the day, making milk and then providing it for your infant at home. I'd like to also recommend that everyone purchase a hands-free bra. These are available at many retail centers and they simply allow you to hold the pumping phalanges to your breast without the use of your hands. Then you'll have your hands available to drink coffee, um, a nice relaxing glass of herbal tea, have a healthy snack, and also for breast compression, compressing breasts while pumping can increase the amount of expressed milk that we get from each pumping session. Remember to pump for approximately 15 minutes every three hours and to maximize your pump settings by going as high as possible in the suction mode without pain will help you get the most from each pumping session. Thanks for listening today, and please visit www.lactationnavigation.com for great information about my business, Lactation Navigation. And be sure to listen to the Boo Group for fantastic conversations about breastfeeding and breastfeeding support. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on the Boo Group, we're discussing tips to comfortably breastfeed in public. I'm constantly amazed by the amount of controversy around this subject. Just a few months ago in November 2011, Target employees asked Michelle Hickman to move into a dressing room while she breastfed her hungry infant under a blanket, as well as she was threatened that she might receive a ticket for indecent exposure. And then on the flip side, in March 2012, we have lovely Beyonce being praised for her breastfeeding her new baby in a restaurant in New York City. So, ladies, what message are we sending breastfeeding mothers about nursing in public? I know that most people, or some people, were raised around breastfeeding moms, and so the taboo around it is fairly new. I mean, I, I know it, it 
it ebbs and flows. Um, however, it's something kind of familiar, and it wasn't something that it's something you saw mothers do. So it was familiar. And so when it becomes an issue, personally, I get uncomfortable with the perversion of the association that this is a sexual thing and then therefore criminalized. Um, and so I don't know how to respond without calling you a pervert <laughs> about you're uncomfortable with me feeding my baby in public. And I'm somebody who actually makes people feel as comfortable as possible. I wear, I don't, I always cover myself unless I'm in somebody's home or my home where I'm comfortable with you or I know you're comfortable with it. Um, and I smile at you like, okay, hi, I'm feeding my baby, you know, because I know people are uncomfortable with it. But I, I do believe that there's a, there's a very clear distinction between I am feeding my baby and this is a purposeful nip slip. Well, I know for myself personally, I wasn't raised in a culture where breastfeeding was the norm. Um, if it was, it was always done behind doors. For for me, it, modesty always reigned supreme. And I was taught very specifically on how um, a lady conducts herself in public, you know, everything from the manner of dress to how you how you take a seat, all of those things. So not to be prudish, I personally think women have absolutely every right to breastfeed in public, and they should do so with all of the amount of comfort that they deserve. Absolutely. Do I personally feel comfortable breastfeeding in public? No way. No, I don't. I feel like it's far too intimate. I, in the same way that I don't make out with my husband in the park, or I don't wear a mini skirt that just hides my crotch, <laughs> I don't <laughs> breastfeed in public. I think skirts need to be a little bit longer. Can Do you want to wear a skirt that's really a Band-Aid? Go for it. <laughs> I don't. I feel that I'm a pretty confident person, and um, that was definitely, when I first started breastfeeding my son and having to do it in public was so intimidating, but after you get over that initial little hump, I mean, I obviously I don't even think about it now, but I just feel that I don't need to apologize for something that's so natural, and um, I shouldn't have to feel ashamed for feeding my son. I absolutely 100% agree with you. And because of that, and because I know I should not be ashamed, and I need to instill the normalcy of breastfeeding mm -hmm. in my nieces and in my peers' children's, I force myself to breastfeed in front of my nieces. And I pretend to be comfortable. <laughs> make it to you, make and it, girl. I, and I pretend, and I, I even address this with them. You know, I can see you squirming over there, niece, who shall not be named, because <laughs> you're, this is awkward for you because you're not used to it. But this is normal, and I'm convincing her as much as myself. And but I'm, I'm. It's a constant battle. Mm -hmm. Right now, I've moved to breastfeeding in the car, so that's that's a move towards public breastfeeding for me. I like how you brought that up too about how how to make it that it is what's normal. Like I've read other articles about 
um, a breastfeeding mom who was in visiting um, relatives in Denmark and how there it it is very normal and natural and people do breastfeed their children um, longer than we often do in the United States and how she just said because it was the norm she was able to get over this kind of hump Mm -hmm. this fear that she had um, nursing in public in the United States because there everyone was doing it and so um, I thought it really shed light on for at least for me the importance of sharing this information whether it's just with family members in the home which is still huge Mm -hmm. um, or you know our nursing in public and making eye contact with the person who wike, walks by you like yeah i'm i'm nursing my baby and and that's cool it's fine um do you guys remember how old your babies were um the first time you nursed in public and how it went i want to say that elliot was probably about a week and i remember sitting at home in front of the mirror with the cover <laughs> with him <laughs> trying to lift up the shirt and undo the nursing bra and keep him covered and don't flash any nipple. And (laughs) it was just, I probably looked really ridiculous. And I remember the first time that I had to do it, I was so nervous and, you know, I was tense and I felt like he probably picked up on that and it got to the point where he was screaming and I was sweating and it was just, I, yeah, it, after that happened, I figured I need to just relax and, not worry about what anyone thinks or I'm not going to be able to actually feed him. (laughs) I, you know, in the very beginning, it's such a blur. Um, I don't remember the first time I nursed in public, but I'm somebody who's, like LaShawn said, I'm very confident. And it's so important to me to be, for something to be convenient, (laughs) you know? And so sometimes with certain things, not everything, certain things, I don't have time to be nervous and worrying about what's going to happen. You know, sometimes um, I have other family members that are like, oh, be careful. And but it's not for me. It's for the other people who are uncomfortable, you know. And so I'm kind of conscious of it. But for the most part, you get your routine and how you position and, you know, what clothes to wear, what shirts to wear, you know, a quick, you know, flick here and it's on so that those things don't happen where like they know it's not going to worry they're not going to worry or now he just kicks and screams and grabs and <laughs> he's hot you know so you're going to see it but i'm going to go ahead and say you've seen it before except this time there's milk squirt now <laughs> so it was really important that so much going on as a new mom i did my best not to worry about this because I'm going to have to do this hundreds of times. And so if I can be calm about this, because a lot of times that is your best defense with the baby in public. Like if you throw a boob in it, everything's going to be fine. Because <laughs> sometimes what's worse than a boob in public is a screaming child. Absolutely. And I and I know yeah. I can fix that. So Absolutely. I remember the first time I breastfed my son in public, he was um, six weeks old and we had had challenges up until right before then. So I wasn't really confident yet because I was still, we were getting our groove and uh, figuring out that dance and everything. And we were on our way up to my sister-in-law's wedding up north. And we stopped in LA and my son woke up and he was ready to feed. And it was end of August and it was 95 degrees in the car. And I was like, all right, well, I guess here we go. And so we went into this restaurant and I remember I wasn't so much nervous about flashing a breast. Um, 
I was more nervous. I didn't want everyone to see my back fat hanging out. (laughs) And so I have my husband standing behind me with this like huge, huge, huge receiving blanket. And I was like, just cover the back fat. I don't want anyone to see that. And he's like, well, what about the front? Well, the baby's head's bigger than my boob. It's fine. Like, everything's fine. And I remember just lifting up my shirt. You know, my son was underneath of this very light receiving blanket. I remember lifting up my shirt. And I was like, for up until these, you know, for the past six weeks, like, I had really been helping him to latch on and stuff like that. And because I was making sure that the blanket wasn't falling off, next thing I knew, he latched on all by himself. And I was like, Oh my gosh! Like we we've arrived, <laughs> and and ever since then it was it totally was just not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. But I I actually needed my six week old son to show me that we knew what we were doing because <laughs> clearly I wasn't confident enough yet. But um, but I'm it's it, that was six and a half years ago, and it still really sticks in my mind as is really defining moment in my in my parenting skills and also just what my kids were capable of doing. So. Aaron, do you remember? Oh, yeah. It was last month. (laughs) (laughs) And um, my niece, um, who is expecting, it was her baby shower, and she's um, a young single mom. And everybody was in her room getting ready. And I thought, okay, Aaron, this is it. You know, not (laughs) only am I trying to instill this idea into my niece, but also there are her friends around that are very much the opposite culture. They are the formula culture. And so I said, okay, there it goes, you know, and I was surprised at how many questions I was getting from the girls, yeah. you know, so it was, it turned out to be a really good experience, but I was really shy. I was just faking it. <laughs> <laughs> One day you won't. Exactly. <laughs> you just will and you're arriving. It'll be awesome. I'm not shy in a lot of other things, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, now where do you find that you're most comfortable nursing in public? Erin, you just said, you know, in, in your niece's home mm-hmm. was actually a very comfortable place for you to kind of practice this. Um, where else do you guys find um, was kind of an easy way to start easing into this transition of nursing in public or actually, you know, where are your favorite places now? I'm somebody who, um, I'm a minimalist and I just don't like stuff and I like it to do things like just quick and dirty. So if I'm out and about, I will, I will voluntarily go into the dressing room just because I don't have to worry about the cover. I don't have to worry about fixing my dress. I have a mirror to know that like everything's put together. I have a bench, you know what I mean? And and you are essentially in a room of women, mm-hmm. you know, and so I will just go, hi, I'm just, I'll just tell the attendant, I'm going to breastfeed and I'll go right in there and drop everything and like sit down and you can relax. You can change the diaper if need be kind of thing. And it's kind of, it's nice, you know, in the sense that it's just, it's you have your own room. It's clean. private and it's clean. Um, also, I have the luxury of having tinted windows on my back seat. And so I will sometimes if... I didn't want to carry a diaper bag in the car and a cover, blah, blah, blah. I will just run into the car and breastfeed in the car. Um, And I know some people who only breastfeed in the car because that's what they're comfortable with. And if you just find one place that you know you're comfortable with, um, by all means, you know, do it. And eventually, you know, if you want to breastfeed elsewhere, great. But those are the places because I can do it really quick and not worry about the cover, the boob, you know, the kid kicking, Mm -hmm. grabbing, or screaming. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, other than my neighborhood, because I definitely feel comfortable breastfeeding there, um, and I live in a really 
gay, friendly, open, accepting neighborhood. And, you know, I've gotten thumbs up from people walking down the street <laughs> breastfeeding my baby. Um, but yeah, definitely the, the dressing room is great just because you can like do the diaper and sit there and just kind of chill. <laughs> well, I think it's the privacy, you know, yeah. you have that private moment without there being a toilet next to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one wants to breastfeed in the bathroom. You know, it's disgusting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And the thing I find, um, one of the places that I was also, when I was learning to become comfortable breastfeeding public, is actually going to a breastfeeding support group Mm -hmm. because it's like semi-public, semi-private. You know, everyone there is breastfeeding, and so if you flash someone, they're not going to look at you weird. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it helps you kind of get out of your comfort zone of your home or your car. But I like Noreen. I like how you said too, just. That if the car is someplace you're comfortable, like, go with it. Like, that's great. Like, you have to find where your comfort zone is. And however you are able to feed your baby in a comfortable place, then that's what you should stick with. And then use that as a launching point if you'd like to. But um, it's really all about just finding a place where where you're going to be the most comfortable and, and, you know, feeding your baby. So I have a funny story about um, the boob group that Robin runs. Um, I took my breastfeeding class with her prior to um, birthing Rex. And the funniest thing is I told her I was coming and I came and I was the first one there (laughs) and I didn't understand how it worked, you know, Um, and it's basically a a group of women, you know, and it's the the amount of information you learn from which bra to wear, how to do Mm -hmm. it, how to latch, exactly how does it look when, you know. With positioning and all this other fun stuff in addition to breastfeeding in public, I sat there because, like she said, it's the transition from your home to public. So it was probably the first – that might be the first place yeah. like that I breastfed in public um, as we asked that question. I was sitting there waiting. I'm like, is there – like I don't know why I thought that, like, there must be a ready-go kind of thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there and I had my baby and he was probably, I think, five weeks old. And in my head, I was like, I should have been here sooner. I should have been here sooner, (laughs) which is irrelevant. But that's what goes through your head. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I just do it. And it was the neatest thing because I'm sitting on the floor with my baby. And I didn't have to use a cover. And I was just like, oh, so you just do it like this. And you're in a room full of women. And everybody's just as uncomfortable. Or, you know, everybody's in their own, like, trying to make this dance work and we're trying to get our rhythm and it was just the neatest thing to be able to do that um and i would imagine um for me it was a good smooth transition to be in public and not worry about the cover but also for women like okay this is your group if for example aaron you weren't raised around women where they just took it out you know and did it um, and didn't have covers and, and how to put it on and stuff. So that was just really exciting to know, like, okay, there isn't a time. Mm-hmm. It, Robin is not going to tell me when to go and, like, <laughs> when to feed kind of thing. It's it's up to that dance like, you're doing. I felt like it was going to the to the boob group that it was very empowering to be around women that were doing the same thing. And it was normal and mm-hmm. there wasn't any reason to be ashamed or shy Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also a great place, place if a nursing cover is something that enables you to breastfeed in public. It's a great place to try it out because then you have a bunch of women who can actually show you how it worked for them and, and all that good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we'll discuss tips to comfortably breastfeeding in public as well as ways to deal with possible criticism. So we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so we're back and we're talking about tips to comfortably breastfeeding in public as well as ways to deal with possible criticism. So, ladies, what tips do you have for moms who are nervous about breastfeeding in public? And did you practice beforehand or use a cover? What worked for you guys? I attempted to use a cover and I gave up on that pretty quickly. Yeah, how come? It's just, you know... Trying to, especially when Elliot got older, he would just, he hated it and he would kick and scream and punch and cry and he hated it and it made me hot and I would sweat and he'd be sweating and it was just, I figured it looked a lot more ridiculous with the cover on with all these limbs flying out everywhere (laughs) than me just discreetly nursing with him underneath my shirt or something, so... Um, Like I mentioned earlier, I I didn't practice prior, um, so... When you get comfortable with it without the cover, great. And then you get comfortable with the cover. It involves sweating and everything. Um, and I do it because of other people's discomfort. Because um, it's the least, I mean, it's it's not that big of a deal. And if you make it a part of your routine, then you get used to it, you know. Um, but I am at that point where it is nerve-wracking um, when he moves his head and I'm so close to the um, the edge of a table because I often do. It's usually at a restaurant. I'm usually at a table. And so it is getting kind of scary because um, if the cover wasn't there, he wouldn't have to like bat it away. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be, com- I don't think I'll ever be comfortable without the cover. Um, uh, but I am really like and appreciate um, when I go to somebody's home and they say, you don't have to wear that. And it's really nice. Or they even say, if you want, and they're not saying that you have to go into another room. If you want to comfort, if, you know, if you want to breastfeed, you can go in there. And usually I'm fine because I'm kind of would rather be amongst everybody else. So I'll put on the cover so that, and sometimes he falls asleep under it. So it is nice that, that you know, you have that for it with the cover um if they're young or if they're just tired and finally like they need their own space you know and it, it it's a little solitude time for them to get it done well for me for me since i really only breastfeed in the car my philosophy is if someone looks in and sees a little something they weren't expecting <laughs> that's what you get for looking in someone's car <laughs> You know, because it's kind of like my room, my private space, and that's where I feel comfortable. Absolutely. Have you guys had any luck nursing in a sling or a baby carrier? Yes. It's really easy in a sling. All moms should have a sling. (laughs) (laughs) Even when they're as old as your son is at 17 months? Or was it easier in the beginning? Yeah, it was a lot easier in the beginning. Um, We use an Ergo and um, we use a few different kinds of carriers for him now. Um, The Ergo I found was a little bit more difficult to breastfeed in just because you have to adjust the straps and everything. But when they're young enough to be in a sling, it's just so easy and you can do it very discreetly so um i just felt that the sling for me was easier than like a soft structured carrier like an ergo Mm -hmm. um i remember once 
walking the dog to the dog park and then the baby needed to eat and the ergo and I looked at the tutorials on how to do it um, breastfeed while doing it and I even you know did the whole layering with the camisole and the breastfeeding bra and the shirt and um, it just didn't work for me like she said it's very cumbersome to do it in ergo and I'm not saying it can't be done it causes a little sweating and cussing Erin, <laughs> <laughs> have you tried it at all? I have not tried it. No. Yeah, I I know that um, my sister in law, for example, she um, she has so many wraps and carriers and slings and everything. And I remember walking around the San Diego Zoo with her actually, and my niece was a couple months old, and she very discreetly nursed in that Moby wrap for. However many hours we were there, I think her baby was going through a growth spurt or something. And it was just really comfortable because as soon as she was done, baby would pull off and go to sleep. And she never really had to do much um, to make herself comfortable in that way. And then her older daughter um, was able to be attended to as well. So I thought it was just a really cool way to breastfeed your baby and attend to your newborn's needs as well as deal with, you know, an older child who needs you as well. Um, so do you guys have any uh, breastfeeding in public horror moments? Knock on wood, no. Knock on wood, I <laughs> no. love it. Well, that's good. I have not, no. That's good. Have you dealt with any criticism in breastfeeding when you're breastfeeding in public? Nobody said anything. The only uncomfortable thing that has happened, it's not I'm, I'm not uncomfortable. Like, they realize what you're doing, mm-hmm. and they feel like they just peeped into you know, saw an X-rated film or something, you know? <laughs> and so they keep on, you know, like, they, they're they embarrassed that they got caught kind yeah. of thing. Um, but it's funny because I just kind of, if I still, if they, for some reason, are still lingering an eye, I'll, like, wink or just kind of smile. <laughs> but for the most part, like, um, it's like, oh, that's what she's doing, you know? But nothing, no criticism. Well, my nieces, they were, they were very awkward. You know, yeah. they, I could see them jittering and kind of, so completely uncomfortable and so I made a point of bringing it up and saying I know you're uncomfortable and the reason you're uncomfortable is because it's new yeah that that's all it's it's just I'm a little uncomfortable too but we have to get used to this because this is how things are done how did they respond to that um the youngest one who just turned 12 um she started asking more questions very cool so Mm -hmm. it was it was a good experience kind of opened up the conversation about it Mm -hmm. very nice so have you do you guys have any quick little things that you've thought about if someone ever said anything to you, like something in your back pocket, like if someone ever made a comment to me about breastfeeding in public, this is what I would say. I have like a whole public. Would you say? (laughs) Maybe you should skip a meal in public. (laughs) Maybe you should skip a meal in public. All right, LaShawn, you have a whole group. You want to share a few? Um, Well, first of all, I know that California state law protects me for feeding my child wherever I want, whenever I want, without a cover. Um, so firstly, there's that. Um, and also I would tell someone, you know, if someone said, why don't you go to a bathroom? I would say, when's the last time you ate in a bathroom and would you want to? So, um, but like I said, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had anyone, which which is great. I don't want to have to do my speech. So (laughs) absolutely. I think I would just tell them to F off. (laughs) (laughs) All these pretty words and your legislation. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I remember one of my friends had told me that someone had, it wasn't necessarily a comment about breastfeeding in public, but I, um, it was something that I thought could be very easily used if a criticism was done as well. But she said, she just looked this woman in the eye and she says, Thank you so much for being so concerned about me and my baby. 
we're doing just great though but thank you for your concern <laughs> so it was very passive aggressive but i was like and she said the woman just turned around and walked away and so and again that wasn't necessarily about nursing in public but it's just a great way to deal with criticism just semi gracious semi backhanded so <laughs> turn um, it on them because they're the one with the issues so. absolutely absolutely well so what type of advice would you share with a brand new mom who is a little bit anxious about breastfeeding in public just one little tip that you would share i don't really feel like i can speak on it honestly because of course you can you do yeah. you have the car right <laughs> you've been to a support group so other than don't do anything that you're not comfortable with i think mm-hmm. that's a great bit mm-hmm. of advice because like you guys were saying and i remember it too like sweating mm-hmm. when you feel like you're trying something that maybe you're not ready for so um i think that's great advice just go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Try the cover. You know, if I, I would feel like most first-time moms probably want to try it with that first and just go from there. But don't ever be ashamed to feed your baby. With everything, I mean, it's new. And, and you're not going to, you know, you got to crawl before you run and, and be patient with yourself because um, you're not the only one doing this for the first time. And we all know your baby can feel it. Um, literally the sweat dripping off your brow as you're nervous <laughs> trying to figure out how this bra works and how did that tutorial show me? Um, and just breathe. I mean, in the same way that you learn to breastfeed, um, every different, you know, environment, um, even the people that you're around, you know, if you're not comfortable breastfeeding around certain people, go ahead and go somewhere else, you know, um, because you need to breathe and make it work for you um, so that you can breastfeed anywhere you need to and whenever you need to because sometimes, like I mentioned, it's more important that um, your baby's not crying in public than your boob showing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say also just find a place where there are other breastfeeding moms. So whether it's, you know... Um, a particular restaurant where a lot of moms hang out and there's probably going to be breastfeeding moms there, then that might be a place where you might be more comfortable or trying a support group um, so that way you can get a little practice before you're out on your own, say, at a restaurant. Um, just finding ways to find that comfort spot for you. Okay. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for offering your insight into the complex subject of breastfeeding in public. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's Lara Adello talking about ways to overcome societal booby traps. Hi, Boob Group listeners. I'm Lara Adello, a certified lactation educator, retail marketing manager at Best for Babes, and owner of Mama Pear Designs. I'm here to answer some of your most common questions about how you can achieve your personal breastfeeding goals without being undermined by cultural and institutional booby traps, such as, how can I plan for a breastfeeding-friendly birth? While we're pregnant, we do a lot of planning for our births. But how much time do we spend thinking about having a birth that sets us up well for breastfeeding? First, have a doula or another trained birth support person present. Why? Because doulas and labor coaches are skilled at helping you labor with as few interventions as possible. 
It's these interventions that can cause breastfeeding problems, such as delays in milk coming in, breast edema, sucking problems, and excess weight loss in the baby. Second, learn non-drug pain relief techniques for use before, in addition to, or instead of medications. Be sure that you know lots of laboring positions, massage techniques, acupressure points, visualization and breathing techniques, and use labor tools like birth balls, labor pools, etc. Third and last, learn your doctor or midwife's induction, C-section, and epidural rates. If the rates of any of these are higher than you're comfortable with, check out other options. Know these same statistics for the hospital you plan to deliver in as well. A special thank you to Tanya Lieberman, IBCLC, for writing the Booby Trap series for Best for Babes. Visit www.bestforbabes.org for more great information about how to meet your personal breastfeeding goals. And my business, www.mamaparedesigns.com for breastfeeding supportive wearables. And be sure to listen to the Boob Group for fantastic conversations about breastfeeding and breastfeeding support. This wraps up our first episode of The Boob Group. Thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you'll visit our website, theboobgroup.com, and our Facebook page to offer your story for tips to comfortably breastfeeding in public. If you have any questions about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Boob Group hotline at 619-866-4775, and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. Coming up next week, we'll be discussing holistic practices that support lactation. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, because mothers know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.